Due to the graphic nature of this program, viewer discretion is advised. Little white church in the middle of the wood. A following chump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church home. If you don't agree, you better leave them alone. My great beer dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican, fundamental Christians go to the little white church. Well, hello there. I'm Bill Reagan White, the pastor of Little White Church in the swampland of Florida. Our church may be little and white, but it's not the size that matters. Is how you use it to heal a sick, woke nation from liberalism. We live in a lost, liberal, once great America where Satanist leftist extremists want equality and justice for all. We will combat that horrible, destructive, progressive message and mindset by preaching to you about our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump. We are Little White Church. I'm Bailey White. And I approve this message. Onward, right-wing protesters trying to start a war with Q's conspiracies being what the hell for that unloyal bastard certified the votes now we want to hang him this election's a hoax onward cue non-followers busting down the door proud and Welcome, welcome. I'm your pastor, Bill Reagan White. Today we have a hell of a show for you. I'm going to try not to mention that fake Chinese hoax, COVID-19, and talk about something a little different. I want to talk about some other liberal transgressions. Black Lives Matter. We all know that's a liberal lie. All lives matter, and Trump's life matters the most. But I will dive into that a little bit more later. Right now, I want to honor a man that put everything on the damn line for his country. His name is Brother Hank Vermont. From what I understand, Hank at the January 6th insurrection threw a giant by a riot officer. Hank has been under fire by the liberal court and media. Today, Hank was released on bail and is here today in the studio. I want to honor Hank today by presenting him with this huge sucker right here. Come on down, Hank. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service to Trump, Jesus, God. Trump's ghost and Jesus' ghost and just any other heavenly entity I can think of. 
You have done well. Now turn to the audience. I'm going to put this on you from behind. What's that? What's that? I said we're going to do it from behind. Please turn around towards the audience. We're going to do it from behind. I give you an American hero, everyone. An American hero right there. Thank you. This is the two on. Now, please, Hank, make your speech. Make your speech. Okay, well, um, this is a little short notice, but um, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> but I do have a speech prepared. I've been carrying this around in my pocket for a while. Um, now I don't have much to say, but, um, uh, let me get the papers out, hold on, uh, let me get the papers out, I don't have much to say, but I got about six or seven sheets here of material, okay, 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 here we go, I want to thank Trump for letting me be here today, he is the reason I put everything on the line. I remember that day while I was packing my tactical gear that I may not return home to my family. And I was ready to pretty much lay my ass on the line. I will first go over the materials in my tactical bag. Okay. So let's start off with this. Okay. Damn it. I had three rolls of duct tape, a pound of zip ties, a few water bottles, a gas mask, and of course, a big rubber d and a... Police! Mr. Vermont, we're placing you under arrest again. More evidence has been discovered in your case, so we'll be placing you back into custody, sir. What the hell? I'm already on house arrest, you bastards! What else do you socialists want from me? Get on the ground. On your stomach, hands behind your head, and put down that big rubber d I'm not going. You can wait until I get my speech done. I just want a purple heart for my involvement in the Capitol riot. I'm an American hero. I'm no black guy. Yeah, there must be some sort of misunderstanding because this man is an American hero, sir. That election was rigged, sir. Hank is no more of a criminal than you would be if you shot a black man in the streets. Who sent you? The liberals? Did Joe Biden and Kamala Harris put you up to this? Okay, I'm not playing any more games. I'm going to slowly count down from 20. If you're not on the ground, on your stomach, with your hands behind your head, I'm going to have to tase you. Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. Okay, here we go. 20, 19... 18, come you, on, man, you, you queer eye-watching mother! 17, you, you freedom-hating fascist bastard! 15, Joe Biden, look at this 14, long knife I got. Sir, that's I got a leg. long f***ing knife. Hank, put the knife 13, away. I'm going to cut everybody in 12, here. I'm going to cut sir? everyone's throat in Hank, here. Just calm down. Yo, I'm going to rape everybody oh here. God. I'm going to rape yeah, the kids. Nine, I'm going to rape the children. Eight, Look sir, at this gun I got. Down. Hank, Seven, put the gun away. I got a gun. Six, oh, I just shot the roof, uh, motherfucker. Sir, I'm, I'm gonna, you guys, I'm going to rape all the kids five, here. Five, I'm going to titty f*** you all. Four, I'm going to titty f*** everybody three, here. I'm going to 
fuck everybody here. I don't care. I'm gonna fuck the kids. I'm gonna fuck the child. One, sir. Child. Oh my god, he's got a vest made out of C4. Okay. I'm sorry. Fuck. Sir, you've given me no other choice but to use this rubber in my defense. You can't do that to a white man. That's a white man. That's not a black man. You can't do that to a white man. What are you doing? You crazy. Don't do that. He's a white man. Have you ever been out walking around the malls looking for hot clothes to buy and a still small voice asked you what could be the most important question you've like ever been asked? Was it shocking? What did you say? Was it something you've never considered but the more you think about it you're like YOLO what's the worst that could happen? Oh yeah me neither. Hi I'm Brandon Gooch the youth pastor, worship leader and young adult influencer for Little White Church. I'm so excited to invite you to our new, hip, and with the times youth program. You guys are going to love what we have in store. You'll meet lots of teens your age, tall, curvy, audacious teens, and lots of big, muscular jocks from all over the local high schools. There's no telling what kind of stuff we'll get into either. I mean, for relevance. So really, it's more about what you guys are into. And I've got a big movie theater TV at my house. The youth group spends a lot of time at my house. And parents, don't worry. This isn't my first youth ministry rodeo. I used to be a youth leader at uh, another church. I can't remember the name. Don't worry about looking it up. Your kids will be fine. I can keep them company. No problem. (laughs) No sex here in our youth group. Zero chance of any fondling or cuddling or groping. I won't do any of that stuff to people anymore. Okay, well, I'll see you at youth service. No dress code or anything. I understand about sports in school. If you need to wear your volleyball shorts or gymnastic suits or even your little wrestling unitards that make your thing poke out, that's cool with me. Well, they're telling me to stop talking, so see you guys there at the Little White Church Youth Group Sundays and Wednesday nights while all the adults are doing other things. I'll keep you there. I'll keep you safe. This is Brandon. Thanks. Okay, okay, I'm turning it off. Okay. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Don't do it again. Okay, thanks. Okay, let's go over our prayer request. Keep in prayer, Brother Richard Percher. Now, Richard has been on the toilet for about three days straight. He tried a new Indian restaurant, and his stomach did not agree with it. His rectum is inflamed from the spice. Let's pray for Brother Richard's butthole. He is currently putting some aloe vera on it, on his sphincter, every, uh, every chance he can get, you see. His butthole is enraged. And he puts that aloe vera on there, when he's not crapping, of course. He says he wishes he never went to that Talhead's restaurant. And I can't agree more. You should all not go to that man's business. Can we get our text to put this up on the big screen? 
Let's look at Richard's butthole right now. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Y'all pray for the Porter family. Their kid, Travis Porter, is experimenting with homosexuality. Brother Mark Porter found a hidden cubby hole in his son's closet, which contained various pictures of naked boys, which I'm guessing is from his school. Mark also found a few gay magazines, and there was a large black in there also. I'm going to refer him to our youth minister, Brandon Gooch. He is good with these sort of issues and may be able to convert him back to pounding some or pounding because judging from what all Mark has found, I, I wouldn't say that he's pound of Yeah, I tell you, the liberal devil has a hold of that boy's pretty bad. Brandon is reviewing all the material and looks forward to working with Travis Porter on this issue. Now, I don't want to have to go over all these damn COVID deaths again. You have your bulletin. So just read the list when you pray, okay? There is just too many to be said, and as a Republican, I just hate acknowledging the existence of this fake pandemic. I also have a very special announcement. As most of you know, these damn race-baiting liberals just removed the last Confederate statue from Virginia. I know, I know, let me finish. It was of the great Confederate general, Robert A. Lee, an American hero. Now, I know history is sometimes good and bad, but I would never want to erase history. That's what these liberals want to do. I find statues to be a great learning aid. I learn most not not from a book, or diagrams, or school, or what have you, but from a statue. I encourage those to close their, their damn books, close those damn books, and to look at Confederate statues. Some say these statues belong in a museum. Well, I'm telling you people today, I say that belongs right here at our church. I call Virginia up and I've arranged for the Robert A. Lee statue to come right here in our parking lot for display. Now, we will probably have to put it in the handicapped area. But who gives a f***? We got us a historical Confederate statue. And on half of this momentous occasion, I would like to read you an official godly statement from our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump. It regards this Confederate statue that was being removed from Virginia and his response to this madness. He says, Robert A. Lee is considered by many generals to be the greatest strategist of them all. President Lincoln wanted him to command the North, in which case the war would have been over in one day. Robert E. Lee chose the other side because of his great love of Virginia. 
and you see how Virginia did him. That's my own quote there. And except for Gettysburg, would have won the war, he should be remembered perhaps as the greatest unifying force after the war was over. Arden in his resolve to bring the North and South together through many means of reconciliation and imploring his soldiers to do their duty in becoming good citizens of this country. Our culture is being destroyed and our history and heritage, both good and bad, are being extinguished by the radical left and we can't let that happen. If only we had Robert E. Lee to command our troops in Afghanistan, that disaster would have ended in a complete and total victory many years ago. What an embarrassment we are suffering because we don't have the genius of a Robert E. Lee. End of quote. Thank you, Lord Donald Trump, for your stable genius remarks regarding the great Robert E. Lee. I'm, I'm about to cry, to be honest with you. Oh, my God. You know what is best. We pray that you will heal our nation and bring us together. All these black people complaining about us white people. It's so divisive. We are all in this together. It's not political. I will never be a political preacher. I will just tell you about the issues going on in our lost liberal nation. It's for you to decide what you want to do with America. Do you want to rape America? Or do you want to make America great again? I prefer the latter. Let's all make America great again. Hello, my name is Karen. I am in charge of children's ministry here at Little White Church. How are you? Please send your children down now to the front, and we're going to read a passage of our Donald Trump Children's Story Bible. Don't forget, parents, you can get a copy of this book in the lounge or on our website. Thank you. Okay, children, no, no coughing on each other. Actually, that's okay, because COVID's not real anyway. All right, we're going to read this story now called David, Trump, and Goliath. Once upon a time, there was a great giant of a man named Goliath. He was almost 10 feet tall. Had there been basketball for him to play in those days, there wouldn't even be a story to tell because he would be out doing that instead. But low-income government housing hadn't been invented yet, so people had to work hard for their meal. So there weren't hood rats surviving off their mama's government cheese check back then. So no one could stay at home all day, milking the government of our hard-earned tax dollars, shooting hoops in the yard, and waiting on grandma's social security check to arrive. I don't believe that she's your grandmother anyway. Voter ID laws, people rigged. Well, Goliath yells over to the Israelis, Yo, homeboy, you want to dance? Or something like that. And the Israeli army shook in their goatskin boots. Yo, the large black man yelled again. Y'all move, 
Better send somebody over here, or we're going to bust a spear in your rear. There was a teenage boy there at the time, and his name was David Trump. Young Trump was a man after God's own heart. That means that he pretty much was better than Jesus. He exhibited all the qualities of our merciful, racist, hateful creator. The king searched for someone to send against the large feller on the other hill. But the king, Solomon, couldn't find anyone. He came to young David Trump, and he asked if David would be interested in fighting. Well, Trump said, I would, but I, uh, I got these bone spurs and college and all, but I love the military, and nobody loves the military more than me. Yes, praise you, Trump-a-looyah. trump I'm into Trump. Sorry. Oh, so you will fight the mighty man for your kingdom? The king asked. Oh, no way in hell. I've got to go home anyways. Hannity's coming on in ten minutes, and it's all about me again. No collusion. No quid pro quo. And that's the story of David Trump and Goliath. Thank you, parents. Thank you, children. You may go back to your seats. And don't forget to get your ivermectin now because it is leaving the shelves. And the only thing we can use after that is Tide Pod Suppositories. Praise Trump, trump
I come to you today with privilege and amazing humbleness. Trump was the most godly president we ever had. And his beautiful name should be raised up to all the heavens so that all the Republican angels, such as Rush Limbaugh, Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, and some would say even Ben Carson, possibly. The flaming Democrats, Demo-rats, shall tremble at the mention of his precious name. Raise it up to the heavens. Say it with me. Say it with me. Trump! Say it with me. Trump! One more time. Trump! And all Trump's people said, Amen. Amen. It's good to be in Florida today. It's hotter than a sun, but how about them gators? It's even better to be in America today. I am white privileged to be here today. I want to thank Trump and God for not murdering me brutally with those terrible Black Lives Matter protests at the hands of an angry George Soros and giving me another day to own the liberals. Yes, sir, and I do own those liberals by commenting on their ignorant wet dream Facebook posts by reacting with laughing faces whenever those left wangers think they made a point with facts or thinks he just discredited me with one of my loosely formed Republican conspiracies. No, 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 you didn't, buddy. The Democratic whack jobs live in a free money loving, baby killing, butthole raping alternative reality. They don't live in our reality because our reality, our reality involves possible vaccine microchips, liberal led child human trafficking in our pizza stores, mass voter election fraud, the liberal led effort to push immigrants to the border to change our U.S. demographics and hurt our white population's head start ever since we acquired this land through Republican Christopher Columbus. And we believe so many credible things in our Republican reality. These liberals live in a liberal, f***ed up reality. Come back to reality, liberal. Come back, you f***ing liberal, to reality. And to speak quite frankly, if I were to speak quite frankly... They wouldn't live in any reality, period. But if they insist on living in a certain reality, they need to live in the reality that is Trump, our Lord, and blessed Savior of this nation, the Republican reality. Because that's the only reality that will get you to heaven. The liberal reality will get you in a reality of f***ed up hell. Your reality someday will be the lake of fire. You'll be in the lake of fire, giving jobs to all of Satan's demons. You'll be in the lake of fire, bitch. So I want to discuss one of those dark, liberal, fake realities today. 
the demon raping, city scorch, the damn Black Lives Matter movement. I am a perfect candidate to weigh in on this. Because I'm white, I know my history, and I have a pretty good idea of what these tribal people had to endure at the hands of my ancestors. Because my dad used to beat the out of me if I didn't take out the trash. I just want you to look over here. Look over here at this beautiful Confederate flag. This beautiful Confederate flag we have draped across this old rugged cross right here behind me. Our beautiful stage right here today. Look at this Confederate flag. So many men volunteered to fight in that unnecessary war about states' rights. States' rights. We needed those rights. How else were we going to keep people locked up on our properties? We might have beat them, but we fed them too. And I know that's offensive to some. That's offensive to some, mainly black people. But I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm not here to make you feel good. If you want to feel good, you ask for a happy ending after your massage when you get one. They had to eat just like we did. It wasn't like today where the military has to trick and bribe our youth, bribe the shit out of them to join and begging in the shopping malls and the parking lot. Please join our, our military efforts. Please. The Confederates just simply wanted to fight. And they wanted to kill the abortionists. They wanted to kill those abortionists. Bunch of baby killing abortionists. Those damn Yankees started sniffing around on the wrong butthole. I'll tell you that. And guess what? Our army took a big shit on their plans. If you ask me, not enough people want to kill with the protection of our government anymore. If you are a soldier, a police officer, or even a 007 type person, you have the right to kill at will. The heavenly authority to shoot somebody, anybody you want to. We gotta support somebody with so much power. Or they'll kill you too. I'm just joking, okay? But because we're white. They ain't gonna kill you. You can rest that to the side. Unless you're a frog. A spy, a commie cop bastard. Are there times that law enforcement oversteps their boundaries? Of course. Just look at the January 6th insurrection. We were abused and treated like Black Lives Matter protesters. Who are the real crazy ones who burn buildings and stale. All in the name of injustice. Those are the crazy mother. And on January 6th, they overreached the shit out of us. Just ask Hank Vermont. He threw a dildo at them, and they acted like that was the end of the fucking world.
Don't you think me, the white person, my life matters? Don't you think the white life matters? All lives matter. Black lives don't matter. All lives matter. My life matters. Trump lives matters. Everybody in this room, their life matters. Derek Chauvin, his life matters. George Floyd don't matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. Derek Chauvin's white life matters. And his white life should not have been punished by that black life for doing his God-given government enforced right to kill that liberal money changers drug-selling black life. And just like our Lord and Savior, Donald J. Trump, is threatening an attack for his greatness. The same can be said about former Minneapolis uh, police officer Derek Chauvin. A man that I believe should have gotten a promotion and not a jail sentence. George Floyd would be alive today if he just complied and not put Derek Chauvin's life at risk and cause him to kill him. I think even the great Dr. Martin Luther King would agree with me today. Listen to this brave soldier's career highlights. In 2006, Derek was among six American heroes who responded to a suspected stabbing. Wayne Reyes was fired upon by the glory of the law by all six officers, among those the great Derek Chauvin. Ray's allegedly had shotgun. Chauvin even won an award for his gun blazing in 2008. Some dumb head tried to grab another officer's gun, and Chauvin whipped out his own side pace and gut shot that moron. So apparently the the suspect was subdued, and then he grabbed for officer's gun, and Derek shot his motherfucking ass. In 2011, Derek shot what I'm assuming was a black kid who had a gun and was running from the cops. Some nosy libtard said he had no reason to shoot that little boy. But he had a gun, dumbass, and he was trying to get away. Those cops' lives and those white people in the area were in danger when he was fleeing. If you ask me, they should have gave him another reward, and he should have got a reward for the George Floyd incident, and he should get a reward for all the rewards he should have gotten. Not only were the Black Lives Matter people accusing Derek of shooting black folks for no reason, but Derek also had to fight amongst people inside his own police department who made a bunch of silly accusations. They tried so hard to take that American hero down. To take old Derek down. Seven reviews. And guess what they all said? No discipline. Witch hunt. They're always trying to take down a gunslinger. You know why? Because they're scared. Them Black Lives Matter people want to sell drugs rape men and women, and spend fake money, 
but they don't want to die over it. But the penalty of sin is death. And death from a cop for your sin is just enough. And just enough, just. Just enough, just. No disciplinary action necessary. None. You know why? Because Derek Chauvin was a man of Trump. And Trump is a man with a dick, a balls, and a dick. He stood proudly with his dick out, shooting people for the red, the white, and the blue. Nothing bad happened. You see, we live in a lost, demonic, liberal world where soulless cling lovers question every time, every time a police officer murders a thug. Like their life mattered. All lives matter. Makes me want to cry and go out and shoot a couple of drug dealers myself. Glad to do it. All lives matter. Those people are the scum of the earth. All lives matter. Look at George Floyd's rap shape. All lives matter. He had a criminal record. All lives matter. He was on drugs. All lives matter. He could have possibly even had a weapon. All lives matter. And Derek Chauvin's life matter. And I'm not through. I'm not through. In 2017, Derek Chauvin hit a 14-year-old kid with a flashlight. And by himself, held that boy down by his back and his neck for 17 minutes. 17 minutes. That's got to be some kind of record. So now Derek Chauvin has been charged for his alleged killing of George Floyd on both second degree and third degree manslaughter charges. For what? Doing his job? I mean, shit. They sentenced him to 22 and a half years. And the butt-sucking liberals are saying that's not enough. That's not long enough. I don't agree. I think one day is too long. Now the liberals are accusing Derek of tax evasion. That's the liberals' go-to accusations. Either tax evasion... Or some kind of rape. They're accusing Derek of tax evasion just like they accused Donald Trump of it. Can't you see how the lefts are using our court systems to lock up their political opponents and enemies? The liberals want all of us good godly Trump people in jail. That's why they came after everyone who entered the Capitol building on January 6th. We were just a bunch of peaceful protesters protesting that fraudulent election. And do you see how the court system throws all the election fraud cases out? They don't want to even hear our abundance of evidence. What about that pillow guy on TV? All the evidence he has. They are throwing all our cases out. But they will listen to this bullshit. George Floyd case? I would like our text to play the video 
Let's play the video, okay? Of the alleged killing up on the big screen. Now, this video is hard to watch because Officer Derek Chauvin's life is in jeopardy. And it is very hard to watch. Okay, let's start about four and a half minutes in. Four and a half minutes in, starting about right now. You think that's, that's cool, really though, right? What's your, what's your, what the hell, man, what's your badge number, bro? Okay, so Derek Chauvin's on the back of George Floyd's neck. He's got his hands in his pockets, and he's sitting like an umpire. And an Asian guy is just standing around. Hey, should be helping Derek Chauvin take care of George Floyd. This is ridiculous. And I'm very scared for Derek Chauvin right now. The crowd's getting out of control. They're telling him not to do his job. Oh, he's, and Derek Chauvin's taking out his mace, and he's threatening the crowd. Okay, let's try to jump forward a little bit because this is getting redundant. He's just sitting around. So let's uh, let's try to skip forward to about, let's say about eight minutes. About eight minutes in would be good. Okay, so we're about eight minutes in and Derek Chauvin is still on the back of um, George Floyd's neck. They got the stretcher out and they're about to prepare the stretcher to put George Floyd on it. So, I am very scared for Derek Chauvin's life right now. You know what? Turn this off. This is getting sick. I don't want you guys to see any more. Oh, my God. What a horrible event. Derek Chauvin should have never been placed in such a horrible position. To have to kill that unarmed, aggressive black man? Cops shouldn't have to be placed in these violent situations. Cops need to return home to their Republican families. And if they need to shoot someone just in case, or strangle someone, that's their decision. And we need to respect that. We don't know what it's like to be a cop. A cop wants to get home to their family, and they can't be hassled with struggling with people resisting arrest. Their lives are at risk the second they put on that badge. Derek Chauvin put his hands in his pockets to protect himself from George Floyd getting a good hold on him and flipping him over and killing him. Derek Chauvin was scared for his life. He did what he had to do. The second that Derek Chauvin left his home, after he took a and put that badge on, his life was at risk. And that badge is a license to kill anyone that gets in their way. And that is seldom white people. And very often, black liberal criminals. Hey, I don't like it either. But it's the way it is. Because cops have to make it home to be with their wife and kids. I just hate it for Derek because he got a divorce over this stuff. So it's just senseless that Derek is being punished in so many ways. He was just trying to get the fuck home to his fucking family. These cops want to get home. One day we will all get home. To the mansion Trump has promised us. 
I feel like a white privileged cop trying to get home to my mansion in the sky. And I will not let any liberals get in my way of coming home. Nothing stops a Republican from coming home. We are always on our way home. Like when your old lady calls you and says, Hey, just where the hell are you? You say I'm on my way. Just chill, bitch. We are always coming home. I'm sure Derek Chauvin's wife used to call him while he was trying to kill a black person. And he was like, damn, I'm on my way home, bitch. Just need to shoot this black kid real quick. Because a lady always wants to know just where the f*** you are. I'm on my way home, bitch. Sometimes we have to work in this perfect capitalist society. 60 to 70 hours a week. Or 6 to 7 days a week. So we are always coming home. Because we spend most of our time working for our right to come home. To enjoy the one day off with our families. So we can come here to church every Sunday. Some people are in the military. And they are away on duty. They are always coming home. Don't get in the way of a Trump-supporting, right-wing-loving American Christian because we will kill your ass if we have to when we are on our way home. When I'm on my way to work or going home, don't cut off me in traffic because I will kill your ass. I think this reason is the number one and most logical of my points this whole afternoon. And most factually sound. But hey, the average pink pony riding crying liberal doesn't like facts. There is so much of the video they cut and edit with these police brutality filmed incidents. What are they not showing? I certainly haven't seen the sections they cut out. That would have probably justified the whole police murdering these people. I bet there are sections that they cut out from that video where the unarmed suspect says, I'm going to get my weapon to use on you and you will not be going home to your family. You're not going home. I bet that's the part of the video the liberals don't show you. Everything is about racism with these liberals. These cops are trying to get home to their families. And these colored people are just playing the race card so they can go out and be criminals. Get a job, lazy. Get off your crack-smoking butt. And being a low-life criminal is not a job. So that's why I support vigilante justice and those who kill criminals... And the people I don't appreciate. Maybe these people could get a real job like being a preacher. Like me. Be a preacher. Do something with your life. I work hard. Let's take a moment to pray. Bow your heads. Put your heads down. So I would just like to lift up to Trump and God. The injustice these white cops endure. 
and all the innocent white people observing this stuff on social media. Please comfort these white people. Make them feel like their life matter. I pray that you help their butts not hurt for the raping these white people are taking on a daily basis by these black liberals making unfounded accusations against our perfect police department. I pray that you will get these white people home to their families. I pray that a black, a vaccine, a liberal viewpoint, a radical liberal gender bender identity changer, an electric car, an aborted embryo, a democratic political lizard, Oprah, just whatever and whoever. I pray nothing stands in your way to come home. Don't let anyone stand in your way. I pray our women will stop calling us every second that we are gone, asking when we will come home. I'll be there in a minute, bitch. I mean, Trump damn. Help comfort her and let her know that I'm on my way. And I'm driving like a Lindy car racing motherfucker to get there. Or I'm killing an unarmed black guy. Or I'm working like a midget in an understaffed circus. In the perfect capitalist society. Or just whatever. I'm coming home, bitch. I pray for Derek Chauvin that he will get off these liberal charges against him. I pray that you bring old D-Boy home again because that's where he was just trying to go. May he live to choke another low-life criminal again. I often think of extreme home makeovers with Ty Pennington when he says, Welcome home. I imagine one day Trump and God saying that to me. When I die, probably at the hands of some liberal bastards. Welcome home. Amen. I would like to call on the music. chase right here George Floyd went straight to hell for ruining a white man's life I know snowflakes around the world won't like me saying that but it's the truth the lake of fire will be full of blacks that have died at the hands of white American officers do you want to be there with them Police officers are like grim reapers with a badge of authority. I'm going to tell you though, if you're not saved, if you're not a Republican, then one day you will spend eternity 
with George Floyd and the rest of them. The cursed brown people and other gay-thinking liberals we dislike so much. Do you really want to hear George Floyd complaining about how he was murdered? For eternity? Me either. I don't want to hear that f***ing Derek Chauvin was in the right for casually killing him in public and in front of several blinded livers, onlookers recording with their Apple phones. I'm not going to let George Floyd or any demon crap tell me different because they are nothing but a racist being racist who will be at the lake of fire if they don't give their life to Trump and change their voter registration. I ask you, will you let Trump into your heart and let him penetrate you just a tap? Then Trump can do the rest. Just come down before it's too late. What if tonight you are an innocent bystander that is killed by a black man because the cop didn't feel or think he could take appropriate actions so he hesitated and now you have passed on. Where would you spend eternity? Or let's say you're tending your pastures and you're, you've been noticing for like the last few months your livestock the blood has been somehow been sucked out of their bodies you are finding all sorts of dead carcasses and two hole punctures to the throat of these animals one day you are out in the field and you find out the hard way that the chupacabra is real and he sucks you off right then and there and leaves you dead in that field. Are you sure you would go to heaven? Are you certain? Because I don't think you are. I think you are confused as hell. Maybe you are a Republican and you just want to get things right with the party. Maybe you've had some perverted progressive ideas that you need to check yourself on. I ask you to come now. Don't die before you can become a Republican. Please come. Come. I want you to come so bad. Come for me. Please come for me. Come. Come today. Come now. Come all over this altar. I want you to come all over this altar. Leave it on this altar. Come for me. Come for Trump. Come for Republicanism. Come It's time to stand tall for your country, America. Time to spread your wings and fly your red, white, and your blues. Little White Church would like to invite you to join them as they bring a permanent resident to the front of their church entrance. 
a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a not-to-miss event. Coming all the way from Berlin, home of white pride, birthplace of modern-day nationalism, our church, your church, is erecting a 35-foot statue of an awe-inspiring eagle rescued from the clutches of the Russians at the end of WW2. This proud bird flew over Berlin during all of Hitler's amazing speeches. Adolf himself called the bird the most amazing thing other than Auschwitz that he'd ever seen. And now she's gonna fly over our church parking lot. But we need your help. Cost of shipping and the enormous auction bid placed by the church are close to default and we can't do it without you. So reach deep into those neo-political pockets and give today. If you aren't a member and enjoy our radio show from the World Wide Web, feel free to join our Patreon or YouTube channel to help us bring a little piece of the fatherland to its new home. Avita Zane.